<laughs> Welcome to Command SK, I'm Shreyak. And I'm it's stupid. Screw you. <laughs> Screw Hey guys, welcome back to Command SK. I'm Shreyak. And I'm Karn. And we wanted to talk about do's and don'ts on a first date. Uh, this is the guys edition because we are guys. Mm -hmm. uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, and this episode was inspired by uh, my first date. So I, just last week, well, at the time of recording this anyways, just last week I went on my first date with with a girl who shall remain nameless, and it, it, uh, it was, it was uh, something. It was something else. Uh, <laughs> I, I, okay, now that we're recording, I'm trying to think how I can say this without, in, in a way that I censor it. And censor it, by censor, he means protect all of those individuals involved in the situation. Not <laughs> yeah, censor it, it in any individuals. Other way. Indiv yeah, no, 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 no. It was, it was a really bad first date. It wasn't that kind of... <laughs> there we go. It wasn't that kind of date. And um, the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> yeah. Um, but short, short version is it, it just, she, yeah, it just was not as, as great as I expected. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that for now. But what we want to do in reference to that, we're going to read through uh, a, a do's and don'ts list we found online um, after very thorough research, of course. <laughs> um, no, we just Googled it right now, uh, courtesy of <laughs> dumblittleman.com <laughs> tips for life. <laughs> that is one of Shrek's favorite websites. That's probably where he gets all of his information about how to be a functioning human male adult in society today. So this will be. Hey, listen, I function just fine. It's just this dating stuff is a whole other ball game. Anyways, uh, so I'm gonna we'll take turns reading these out, Karn, and then let's let's talk about these. So sure, and and then we'll also something that I want to add is I, I would love to talk about just the dating landscape in general today because I have some thoughts on that. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah. So we'll but we'll start off with what you mentioned. Yeah. So this. Dumb well, we can, we can, we can, sl we can, sl <laughs> dumb man, <laughs> dumb, hey, dumb little man.com. All right. So first thing to do when you're going on a first date with someone do have a plan. So if you ask a woman out on a date, then plan a date. I once had a fr uh, friend. So this is, I'm reading off. Uh, I once had a friend who went on a date with a guy. As soon as he picked her up, he said, well, what do you want to do? It caught her off guard and made her feel like he didn't care enough about the date to plan anything. I, I agree. I mean, it's it, it seems so obvious for us to discuss it, but if you don't have a plan, like, what are you, you going to do on a date? Plus, that also shows to the, the girl that you don't really care, right? Yeah. Or, or like, do, do you care enough to... Uh, so, yeah. so, so, I just want to say something. So, just for anyone who might not have caught it, Shrek was reading off the website. So, the website that we just talked about... I said that, yeah. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. I didn't catch that. So I was, didn't catch if that. I didn't catch it, then a lot of people might have caught it. Hey, everybody, I am reading off the website. He's reading some exa these examples of yes. like, situations, right? Yes. On the website. Yeah, so we're exactly. Just react to them. Yeah. Right. Well, oh, no, that's 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 coming. That's coming. That's coming. Okay. See, I'm, even, I'm confused. That's coming. Current, you're giving everything away. Um, okay. So, but yeah, like, what do you, what do you think? Like, do you think. Um, yeah. Like, have you been in situations where you, you might have find you, found yourself not having planned ahead of time at all? Yeah, so I was surprised. I remember, well, probably happened a bunch of times. I've set up some first dates. Um, and what happened was, I was, as I was planning where to go, what to do, um, specifics, meeting up, um, different things. Because sometimes uh, there's a bit more complication where you might have to go to a specific place first wait for something to happen and go get to another place, whatever mm -hmm. um, the case may be. Um, and a lot of the times I was su surprised to hear the girl telling me 
that she uh, is really not a surprise but appreciates and um, doesn't often come faced with a situation where the guy is prepared mm-hmm. and actually plans things out and thinks them up thinks things through and I was a little surprised by that because mm-hmm. I had the expectation that that was what most people did but I guess they don't so yeah um, I've had a few instances where you know I thought it was just the general part of going on a date or going out yeah is, you know making a plan um, and I guess this leads into a bigger a bigger situation or a bigger talking point which is um, going on a first date is essentially a microcosm of how you represent yourself throughout your daily life and how you are or at least that I have a hypothesis that that's the case so I think it tells mm-hmm. a lot about a person um, and then I guess maybe a lot of people in general they don't plan too many things through um, or something like that, uh, which is why um, you have these kinds of experiences that take place um, very frequently from what I've heard from, from women who go on dates with men and um, men who don't plan anything beforehand or um, really try to um, um, go along with the flow, whatever that, whatever that um, entails, uh, and don't really like treat it as something that um, is important to them or something that you know, is worth the time or resources or effort to really think about properly, um, which says a lot. And in my opinion, I think it does say a lot because mm-hmm. um, how I approach a first date is exactly how I would approach something that maybe at work or something maybe um, maybe with friends or something with yeah. family or my own kind of things that I would like to do or plan, um, whatever it may be. Um, so I feel like it says a lot about a person. So it, it does give a good indication yeah as to kind of how you are on a daily basis even though of course we all know you know first dates first time meeting someone uh you want to make a good impression this and that um but um even if you might think through a lot of the bigger things a lot of the smaller things kind of uh make themselves apparent in these types of situations so Mm -hmm. uh, you can really i think understand someone um well if you like look out for those signs or, or you kind of really or good at observation mm-hmm. uh, and of course as a, as a general rule like there are exceptions or people who are great at making you think that they are a completely different type of person than they actually are mm-hmm. or that they plan for different kind of situations differently uh, first a date versus something else versus a, an event a work event versus a, a just a casual gathering with friends or whatever it may be so um, that's just my thoughts on it yeah and i think i mean what's to speak to a little bit broader of a broader point i think it's really sad that the bar like has been set so low like from a a woman's perspective is that like she like like you said like she she was surprised that you you planned something like that that speaks a lot about just generally the fact that guys maybe in our generation are a little bit younger whatever they don't plan these things yeah, I, I, I feel hard, I feel sad. It's hard to say without without actually get, knowing right like the well, actual numbers behind it. Yeah. Um. So we don't want to make any uh, stereotypes or prejudice. Oh God, no, no, I don't uh, want to make stereotypes. I think it's more, but it, it it speaks volumes to the fact that like the other person is surprised, right? Yeah, it does. It it does say say. A it's lot. become the norm, right? But anyways, uh, next one. Uh, don't monopolize the conversation. That one. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um. <laughs> I need glasses for my glasses. Well, you can't see? No, no, no. I, I was joking. Like, oh, oh, I, oh God. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, your date does not want to hear you go on and on and on about work, your ex, or your mother. <laughs> Talk about yourself, but also ask your date questions that will get her talking about herself. Jokes around, uh, joke around and have fun. Don't get too serious too soon. You can usually get a pretty good vibe from one another through your interactions to know if a second date is in the cards. 
uh, yeah, so this plays to the having a gut feeling and going with your gut feeling a lot of the times. Um, even though there might not be some, like, I'm speaking to that kind of the, the second half of this. Yeah. Um, getting, like, about what vibes represent, really. It's it's mm-hmm. that gut feeling that's a part of you that might not have an explanation or rational hypo- rational reasoning mm-hmm. for doing something. But it, it, it um, maybe subconsciously, there's things that you know that you can't really kind of bring to the surface, but that your mind is always aware of. And I think that kind of informs your, your, um, like vibes with someone, how you vibe with someone and how you might uh, interact with them on on a date and, um, how you two might be aligned as people. Um, but yeah, so like the conversation, that's, that's a tricky one because conversation, conversation itself is, is interesting because I, I, there's this TV show that I like to watch community. It's a really great show. Mm -hmm. One of the episodes, it it talks about how (laughs) like ants, Ants have the most honest and straightforward types of conversation, like A-N-T-S, like yeah. insects. They have really honest conversations with themselves when you compare to humans. Mm-hmm. They they literally spew acid into each other's mouths, and that's how they get a point across or talk wow. about a specific topic. And it was like, you know, it was like kind of half funny, kind of kind of top, kind of like point. But it's, it's, what, sorry, sorry. What? One would almost say that their conversations are toxic. Oh. But He's, yeah, that's I'm sorry. Shrek is so I lame. To, I had to. Shrek is so lame. This was that was actually funny, but like, uh, okay. sorry about that. Go on. <sighs> sighing, I'm sighing. Um, but yeah, so uh, what was I saying? Yeah, they so, spit acid into each other's mouths. Yeah, so it, it, it was kind of a half <clears throat> funny point, half jokey point that that was trying to be made, but it's true. So like, if you're having a conversation, like, it's so hard to to go down like a path of like just organic organically discussing interests or like what is a conversation what does it mean to have a conversation especially when it's in the context of trying to get to know someone that mm-hmm. that might lead to a more serious situation down the road right like are you saying like how would you initiate it or no like, what no do you no mean? like just in general right like if you're yeah. with your friends you with friends usually you talk about things that you like yeah uh things that you have shared interests in things that are affecting your lives mm-hmm. with family some, something like it's very clear like you talk about most families not all families but like talk about um things that are highly personal um personal events situations that have happened to them um and being and just trying to share an emotion uh about how they might be feeling about specific things um co-work or like co-work talking to their co-workers is usually very uh, generally very uh casual um but of course work talk is the primary kind of thing that you go about well with the date it's very it's very interesting because it's not it's um it it's both with a lack of history mm-hmm. so you don't have a history or past context mm-hmm. or you might not have as much as you would in other situations and at the same time there's no clear kind of focus that you can apply to the conversation mm-hmm. versus like even if you meet someone new at work you can immediately have the context of talking about work itself yeah and if you meet a new family member for the first time you immediately have the context of talking about family specific things yeah uh, you meet a new friend that you just um kind of met because they're a friend of your existing friend so they're kind of in that circle you mm-hmm. can talk about talk about specific events or specific things but then on a first date it's such a open field and at the same time there's no um direction that's given to you uh and there's no history so you don't have anything potentially you don't have any history or anything to kind of 
spark the conversation. Mm-hmm. So it does make it a lot more difficult. It does. I, I agree. I think it's it's difficult. And I'll, I'll say from, I, I, I'm not going to pretend that I'm experienced at all, but from the one experience that I did have, mm. it, it, it was, it was tough. And I think that, that, but that also speaks a lot to, um, the, the ability of the two people sitting at the table, especially if they're perfect strangers to, 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 to have those conversations. And, and, and that shows to me a level of like how considerate you are. I think so. So for me, I like on this particular date, like I, I was definitely trying to drive the conversation. And I, I um, really tried to get her to talk about herself, which she did, but like it, it, it wasn't reciprocated as much. So I think that kind of like to speaking to what you're saying, that, that kind of, creates a little bit of that difficulty and that awkwardness of okay like i'm asking all these questions but then if the if the other person isn't doing that where where is the conversation going and then it just peters off into nothing right mm-hmm. um but yeah okay so uh next one well do be polite and thoughtful i think that's pretty self-explanatory so i'm going to move on to the next one mm-hmm. uh don't try to over impress first date should be fun and fairly casual making reservations at a Fancy and expensive restaurant for a first date gives off the impression you're trying too hard and puts more pressure than necessary on the date. Plus, it might make you have to live up to unrealistic expectations for the next few dates, whatever. I mean, yeah, I think so. I think just in, in general, general, what I will say for this one is whether it's a guy or a girl, the the idea of coming to, like, I and I totally get, Karn, what you say when you say that you can't, it's who you are on that first date is a very small window into like your perspective or your life or whatever but that's why like it, it's it's so important to be as as authentic as possible mm-hmm. and and sometimes that also means saying th- like not deep serious things but like revealing parts about yourself that like that the the other person may like or they may not like but mm-hmm. based on their reaction you'll know whether you're compatible whether it's you know what i mean yeah exactly like if you're like when you think about it, like, are you, is your purpose to really, um, so actually let me backtrack. Um, some of the like things that I've read that are really, you know, that resonate with me from, from like really wise people is, um, all of the like positive results and really big outcomes that you get out of life are a result of compound interest over time. So this compound interest, it can be in very real, uh, tangible terms, like money. If you invest money over long term, you get potentially really good returns over a few decades mm-hmm. but that also extends to non-tangible things such as emotional uh, aspects and relationships so what you're doing over time to build what you eventually want which might be just as an example here a long-term relationship with somebody is you have compound interest that builds on, on top of itself over time and what you want to when you think of it from that perspective if that's what you're seeking from going out on dates right is to find that person that you want to um, really spend the long haul with um, and form that compound interest over time, it has to start from the right place. Because if you start it from the wrong place, only uh, it'll only get more messy and complex as things go on, um, as um, uh, as you try to build whatever you want to build over the long term. Mm-hmm. Um, if like you know, the very easy examples, if it's built on a lie, then things that are built on a lie are not very yeah are, are not very stable. Of yeah. course. Yeah, um, so, absolutely. Um, don't lie, kids. There we go. <laughs> We came up out with Listen a... Listen to Uncle Karn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, um, okay, what's the next one? Okay, so... Can I... Actually, uh, can I say a little bit more about the... Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was Did I cut you off? I'm sorry. Yeah, sure. Like I, you cut me off. Um, he does that a lot. 
Dallas. Which is and, and like, funny yeah. enough, though, before we were recording this podcast, he was cutting me off so much when we were brainstorming titles and stuff like that. Because I had better ideas. So, of course, in that case, the uh, better, best idea should win. Um, shady bastard. Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, we were talking about relationships and we were talking yeah. about um, being authentic and being your true self yeah. and risking having the other person find out things about you that they might like or not like. And I think that's a really important point and something that's not often talked about because mm-hmm. a lot of times you're trying to impress someone. A lot of the times you want to build up only the positive side of yourself. But when you think about the comp- compound relationship kind of uh, idea that I was talking about, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the times these are built on the set of tr- shared truths mm-hmm. with with each other. And, those, and, and, and an important part of those truths is to share things that are true to yourself and that are authentic mm-hmm. and that might be inconsistent or incongruent with the other person mm-hmm. but at the same time those are necessary to build like the proper foundation to build a shared kind of web of understanding about each yeah. other about you know <coughs> going beyond just likes and dislikes mm-hmm. going into um aspects of your personality aspects of your background of, of your life that might not completely click together mm-hmm. but that are nonetheless important in building that long-term relationship mm-hmm. because those can still be built even if not all the right pieces are in the right place and they don't fit they don't all fit together yeah um, it's just something i want to add but yeah we'll go on to the next one and uh, well actually i, I have one more thing i want to add no. all right sure. <laughs> yes um because i just thought of something when you said that i um I, I saw on some talk show or other but one of the the co-hosts was saying something that really stuck with me uh, in on the point of authenticity which was like depending on your comfort level you should ask the other person person on the first or second date whatever it is ask them the question is is there something that you think I should know? And I think that right away, if if they you'll know if they're 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 authentic or they're honest based on their answer. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So if if it's some, um, I'm giving a very like high like top like high level example, but something like oh I've uh, I don't know I I have kids with someone else. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like maybe that. for people older than us, I don't know. But like I I have kids from a previous relationship or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Like th- these are things that like if, if they withhold from you now, then who knows what they're not telling you or, or the example that, that we know about, about, um, you know, where, you know, about that person where I, there was something that I was mm-hmm. told that. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the, the, the moral of the story is don't lie. Don't lie. Um, okay. Next one. Okay. Do avoid riskier controversial topics. Don't bring up topics like politics, exes, sexual preferences, or things of that nature. These can come across as crass and impolite. If there are things like these you want to discuss that are important to you, let the relationship graduate vote before bringing up such heavy topics. This is, yeah, this is a more nuanced, uh, just like with everything else, actually, nuanced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes some individuals be are very upfront about what are their boundaries, what are their um, preferred topics of discussion. Mm-hmm. But, of course, if unless you have those specifics, mm-hmm. unless you know about them, it's, you know, playing, playing it safe. This is different than the other point, which talked about, you know, letting them know if there's anything about you that, like, being yourself and if there's anything that might be incongruent with the other person, mm-hmm. um, making that known. This is some, this is uh, more around, like, purposefully trying to <clears throat> potentially maybe bring conflict um, at a place where it, it, there, it might not be necessary. So if you're meeting someone for the first or second date, yeah. getting to know them, but you would like to bring up this topic that... Um, might purposefully elevate like a level of conflict. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to make sense in that situation versus if maybe you you have the kind of lower hanging, like the lower hanging fruit 
um, kind of, you know, picked already where you know that they're a general compatible, uh, compatible match for you, mm-hmm. for those types of things. And then going into those topics, unless it's explicitly stated that they, they like talking about politics mm-hmm. or they like talking about, you know, be- being very, um, uh, academic in their, in their thoughts about this topic and they, they love discussing it mm-hmm. and other, in those situations, it's fine. But otherwise, um, you know, it's just getting to know them at a, in a very foundational level. And mm-hmm. a lot of these topics and elements are kind of, they're not worth the trouble that they can cause mm-hmm. in terms of an early stage, just getting to know someone kind of context versus if you're, if you've known someone for a little while mm-hmm. and, um, there is, there's intimacy, intimacy and, and trust and things that are built up with each other. And then these kind of potentially, um, fiery topics come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, it's a more, it's a more useful kind of type of conversation to have at that point. Yeah, I think so. I think, okay, first, first thing I will say is respect boundaries, absolutely, mm. especially if you know them. But when it comes to, like it, like you said, it's, it's nuanced. When it comes to these kind of topics, even I'll, I'll say like politics or exes or whatever it might be, it, it's a question of can you can you and that other person have a healthy discussion, even if it is on, on the first date? And that's something you're assuming you can. You can gauge right away when you, when you start talking to someone. If you can, I, I, I think it actually depending on who it is, it shows something special that you can agree to disagree and still get along. Yeah. Especially, yeah. I mean, yeah, if it's if it's so different than your beliefs, like, I mean, you know, like if, if someone believes in something morally wrong or if, if it's just something that you can't get with, then obviously don't get with. But if, it, like, if you can can have those disagreements without it causing conflict, I think it's okay to be, be honest. And I think it shows that you, you know your own mind whether man or woman, whoever, you know your own mind and, and you're not afraid to, to discuss it in a, in a meaningful way. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but this is, it's, it's like you said, it's nuanced. It depends on the people. It depends yeah. on the setting. It and depends on a lot of things. One more thing I'll bring up yeah. is like, no matter how much we would like to believe it or not, all mm-hmm. of us as human beings mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. biases, prejudice, stereotypes, um, yeah. ha- have leanings, and also make first, first impressions on someone. <clears throat> And when you ha- don't have any past context or history about someone, mm-hmm. you mer- may very well make an incorrect um, or uh, inconsistent kind of judgment of someone based on bringing up or discussing these topics without knowing anything else about that person, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like in that sense, we just as human beings are, are wired to, to you know, uh, have specific kind of tendencies. And it's not, it, uh, it's partially, um, you know, like a biological thing, but also partially something where you know, you can try to, to fight it as best as you can. See, I, um, I, I disagree, though. I, th- I don't think it's something that we necessarily have to fight. It's it's about how you, well, I don't know what the right word is, but deliver deliver on it or or, or, or um, manage it. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, but, I, 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 don't, I didn't mean to say that. Yeah. Since I, I agree with you in that case, yeah, I like that. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah that's no worries. I mean, but, like, it's, it's, more, it's more just, like, it, it, like because we, we can't, like, to, to, to a certain extent, we can't change how we're wired. Mm-hmm, like yeah. biologically so i think it's just how how you like if you're gonna go on a first date and and basically talk someone to oh so i and this, this is a perfect segue into our next thing but i so i i went out with a, a co- one of my colleagues at work and he told me a story about how one of the um for uh, dates he went on with a mm-hmm. with with a girl she <laughs> she was all like nice and stuff they met at a bar um but then when they met for the date and they literally they sat down and um, somehow the discussion turned to like favorite color and he was like, Oh, my favorite color is blue. She's like, my favorite color is green. He's like, Oh, cool. And, and, um, she's like, Oh, but you, you can't like blue. You have to like green. 
So he thought, oh, it's, um, it's, it's, um, oh, and she's like joking. Ha ha. You know? And she's like, no, she, she grabbed his face, pulled him forward and said, no, you have to like green. That. And that, and I'm like, like that, that's what I mean by like, sh- like, don't, don't be that person in terms of like forcing your opinion. This is an extreme example, but yeah. forcing your opinion on someone, mm-hmm. like manage it in a healthy way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Um, I was gonna, yeah, <laughs> that was uh, crazy, right? Yeah, that's actually kind of, that's kind of nuts. That's nuts. Um, yeah, but okay, perfect. So let's move on to the, uh, yeah, let's, let's move on to something else we wanted to do. So Karn and I, were going to read out, um, I'd say like two or three, yeah, two, two or three, three. uh, first date horror stories. We found these on Buzzfeed, um, and we're going to, we're going to react to these. So Karin, I am going to let you take the first one. Okay. So this man, uh, it's, the title is This Man Who, Quite Frankly, Is the Worst. Um, so the quote is, He went on about how much I have to learn. He was 30, I'm 23. And then he said, and then said, You'd look like such a freaking model if you just lost weight. What the? No. He then went he on about not. how he can help me lose the weight and how we can go hiking. I really hope karma saw this one through. Oh, that... Oh my god. That is not good at all. What? Are, I, that I is horrible. I'm that so is... sorry on behalf of men. That, people like that exist? That's awful. Oh my god. Yeah. Why would you do that? I've heard... It's it's such, <laughs> Because I've actually heard oh a lot of these stories and it's just... Oh, it's just... It, yeah, I get angry just thinking about this. Like, saying these kinds of things to someone. Like, I would... Yeah. I would. That's that's just not... And, okay. Yeah, sorry. And just to give some yeah. context, like... Like, okay, for me, I've talked about my fitness story many times. I was really obese when I, when I, at a specific point in my life, and then I turned it around. Um, and by that point, I had a coach who told me in clinical, clinical terms what the, the situation was. In that case, I appreciated him so much for doing that because it helped me mm-hmm. become who I am. But this is a completely different, unwarranted situation, and it's just... And it's a and it's a uh, uh, like a first date like on the first date on he said that date, yeah which is even crazier like why would you first of all I, I I I'm just gonna say it again I've said it many times on this podcast but whether you're a man or a woman if you feel good don't fucking let anybody else tell you otherwise it, does, it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter like bye like leave after ten minutes um, okay next one the <laughs> okay the title is. <laughs> This interesting way of communicating. Oh, I, I see cats in here. Nat would like this one. Um, I went to a movie I'd wanted to see with a guy I'd matched with on a dating app. When I greeted him in front of the theater, he didn't say hi back. He meowed like a cat. <laughs> he, yeah, this seems like a joke, honestly. <laughs> well, that's the... He, he would... I, I really hope it's a joke, but he wouldn't make eye contact either. I tried to make conversation as we walked to the right... To the right screen the right screen like the right movie theater. the right movie theater okay but he just kept me meowing and pointedly looking away from me when we got inside we found seats and he continued to meow after the movie nat are you listening after the movie the meowing resumed still no eye contact either maybe he was trying to be quirking quirky quirky Quirking. Quirky and endearing. Sure, I just invented a new verb. Quirking. <laughs> Quirking. When guys meow on first dates. But who does that? Who meows through a, through, through a first date? No, the, the question should have just stopped at who meows. Who human being meows? Who meow- 
side note, I, I keep, uh, I've seen videos on YouTube about people, and no, I did not look these up. Mm-hmm. They came in the rabbit hole of people who live their lives as cats, like legitimately cr- crawl on all fours, like ears, tail, meowing, sitting on window. Like there, pe- there are people like that in the no world. Words. What the heck? I, I, oh, here's my reaction to that. I have no words. Dot, dot, dot. Only meows. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, of course. But yeah, that is a what a hair raising situation. Yeah, we can make dad jokes about this all day, and I know that's what the audience is here for to listen to us make dad jokes all day. But <laughs> okay. I can't even. Okay, La- last one. I think we're gonna wrap it up with disc- with our describe the meme and dad joke. Um, okay, current. Okay, so last one. This one. Yeah. The okay. parent trap situation. Yeah. Had a Tinder date with a guy that I was really excited about. We planned on going sledding. I showed up and asked where he was. After looking for a few minutes, a totally different guy came up and said, Hi, I'm his roommate. He couldn't make it and sent me instead. I was absolutely gobsmacked. And the guy who didn't show up couldn't fathom why I was upset when I texted him and just kept saying his roommate was a great guy. Just cancel the date, you stupid... (laughs) Just cancel... The last sentence reads... Just cancel the date, you stupid dickhead. Uh, from That's right. Courtney Carroll, 26. <laughs> so, so. Why? Why is it called Parent Trap if it's yeah, that's, his that's, roommate that. Anyways, okay. So many questions. But yeah, why? I mean, this goes back to what we were saying about. I mean, this is an extreme example, but just being honest, be like, I can't make it or I don't want to come. Yeah. Just be upfront. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Oh my God. Okay. Okay, so with that, let's go to the final portion of our... Yes, it's time for, and I think we need to work on inserting some drum rolls in here. Describe the meme and dad jokes! Woo! Um, okay, let, let me, let's, let's, uh, do you have a meme or do you want me to go first? Um, I don't have a meme. I do not have a joke. Hold on. <laughs> um, Alright, and that's the end of the episode. Thanks for listening, guys. No, 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 it's not. Um... Since since we there we we talked about a guy who meowed on a first date. Let me find a cat related uh, joke. Hold on, cat related jokes. All right. Oh, here's a good one. All right. So as as always, current. I'm gonna read out the joke, and you have to guess what the punchline is. Okay. Um. So current. What do cats like to eat on a hot day? Cat food. <laughs> No, uh, the answer is a mice cream cone. Ha 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 ha! So bad. All right. Okay. Are you ready with the meme? Um. Uh. Okay. No, I'm gonna read another one because <laughs> these are funny. <laughs> Karen, how do two cats end a fight? I have no idea. Oh, come on, take a guess. I can't think. I can't. Think. You can't think. They hiss and make up. No. <laughs> you gotta stop me, man. Oh, yes. Okay, this is a cute meme because, like, everyone who knows about Disney and Star Wars can relate. Okay. So, do you know the ba- Baby Yoda meme? Do you know what? I, I, I keep hearing Baby Yoda. I have never seen it. Never here's seen the, it. Here's the guy. Ah, uh, so cute. cute. right? He's yeah. so cute. Okay. So, basically, all most of the Baby Yoda memes are ones where it's, like, the cute little Baby Yoda character being really sad and cute, like a little baby. So, okay. Planets, right? Uh, so this one is literally just a pic- another Baby Yoda meme. Yeah. It's a picture of him being, like, sad and shit. Uh-huh. Um, sad and shit. Sad and shit. But, like, the, the, the copy above it reads, When I gotta go to work again, even though I just went yesterday. Oh, my God. <laughs> can I see it? Can I see it? Huh? 
Yeah. Makes you see it. He's so sad. Oh, that that is that is captures all of our lives perfectly. Yeah. Uh, oh well. At least we have the weekend. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Um. Do you have another one? Um. Yes. <laughs> okay. This is a, one of Baby Yoda gasping. Um, oh. And the meme goes like, "He's he, not dying, is he?" No. no okay. The, good. He lives because he's in the movies where he's an adult. Oh, he's. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Uh, sure. 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 Uh, you really need to watch more Disney, which I never thought I'd say. Yeah, or Star Wars, which I'm not a fan of. Don't kill me. Oh, anymore. God. Okay, our podcast is done. He's not killed it. Uh-huh. It's saying that you don't like podcast, uh, Star Wars. Um, anyways, so the meme goes, me. I don't need to write it down. I'll remember. Uh, in air quotes, enter password. Me. Gasp. <laughs> Can I see it? Oh, yeah, sure. Facts. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Or iCloud keychain or LastPass for my Windows friends. Mm-hmm. All very, very good things. But that is it for this episode. We will see you in the next one. Bye. I don't know what to say. <laughs> we always say, we, we have to say, try different things for every episode. But anyways, no, but, making it as awkward as possible is the best. All right. Well, this is awkward now. Bye. For more information about our podcast, follow us at CommandSK on Twitter and find out more about where else you can listen to us. This is two idiots in a minivan driving off.